0: Hello, everyone, and you are listening to Aussie Politics with Alex. And welcome back to the podcast. Today is Sunday, the thirtieth of August. So, as we reach this time of the year, this might be the num this might be the time when a number of people decide that it's spring and we have all decided to go out and have fun at beaches and etc. And we've had some great weather today, like I think it's something like twenty six degrees. But for those of you in Melbourne, I'm sorry, but that's not going to be an option. So, I thought I'd talk about the pandemic in Melbourne and Victoria. So today, there—I mean, this week—we have had cases fall below one hundred for the first time in a number of weeks, and it's kind of strange looking back to think that we'd be excited about numbers below one hundred, considering that we supposedly smashed the curve and that we won against the pandemic. But after this, of course, this virus in Victoria has proven us wrong. But it's good that it seems that the numbers are seeming to go down in Victoria, and as though Victoria has gotten as close to a police state as I hope it will ever get. Um, We'll see whether or not this sticks, because New South Wales had 13 cases the day before yesterday and 14 cases yesterday. So I hope New South Wales doesn't have a resurgence as well. Um, A lot has happened this week, especially in politics. Uh, One great example of this is Daniel Andrews and uh, Scott Morrison seeming break with bipartisanship. So a while ago, Victoria signed up to China's signature uh, infrastructure project, the One Belt, One Road in... um, uh, initiative I think and the whole thing was that it's supposed to create a new network of global trade, a new silk road um, which was the belt um, the road and then a maritime thing so like in the Indian Ocean in Australia and it would remake global trade with China at its center and since Victoria was the only state in Australia to sign up to that uh, Scott Mar- um, so Scott Morrison has tried is going to try and pass a law that would give the federal government power to review any deals made by the states. To keep foreign relations as a responsibility for the federal government. Uh, this week, um, there were new tariffs on China on Australian goods um, for barley and I mean, for beef, uh, barley and wine. I think uh, beef and barley were already, but there was a new thing for wine. So they're all going to be looking for new markets in these coming weeks. Um, trade in Australia has been going up, and it's really what allowed us to like with China, it's really what allowed us to avoid most of the impacts of the last global financial crisis in 2008-2009. And I guess there was some hope from, like at the beginning of the pandemic, that we would hopefully rely on China to get out of it. But Australia's always been at a crossroads from a very like-minded Western democratic country like the the United States of America. um, And we're much more economically reliant on a country who politically isn't very similar to us, uh, China. China the People's Republic of China, and that happens on a number of issues, such as the South China Sea, Taiwan, and a number of things, and also, of course, the USA has been trying to ban certain Chinese apps, like TikTok and WeChat, and that was what a big part of his platform, that he would stand up to China, and that he would make better deals for US manufacturers. Um... So if we keep looking into this, it'll be interesting to see how it develops because there's this been political buzzword type thing where the trade, the Chinese trade minister isn't answering our trade minister's calls, which looks really bad. But I'm sure that there's still be some working level negotiations going on. And now in other news, if I can do a quick update on the Northern Territory election. So as of today, I'm on. Um, according to ABC News, uh, they have won- Labor has won the necessary thirteen seats to form a majority government. The CLP, the Country Liberal Party, has won six seats and others were two. It looks like the Territory Alliance won't receive very little representation in this new parliament. And keeping with the theme of elections, if we move on to the US election, um, according to 270 to win um, and 538, which are both polling websites, it looks like Joe Biden's lead has slightly shrunk following the Republican National Convention. Um, It looks like Texas won't be as much of a pivotal swing state, because now they're reporting it as as, um, leaning to the Republicans, Um, but that's really honestly beside the point, because it looks like the Rust Belt states of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania will all go to the Democrats, and with states such as Arizona, Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, and Ohio um, being the toss-ups, it looks like Joe Biden is still in a strong position to win this election without needing most of the toss-up states. Um, if he pulled off a win in Florida, um, that would almost certainly seal the election with an over 300, uh, electoral college win. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if the election narrows up because of an upset in 2016, we are all predisposed to foresee an election, uh, upset this year from Donald Trump. But the thing was most of the polling organizations have learned from their mistakes, um, The whole reason why we thought Hillary Clinton would win the election was because the Rust Belt states were never polled because they always thought it was a given to go to the Democrats. But now most of the pollsters are focusing on these states and making sure that they'll be more accurate this year, hopefully. So we'll see, but I do not, I'm going to not, since we're getting close to the election, I'm going to make a prediction. And I'm going to say Joe Biden is going to win the election. Touch wood, of course. But we'll absolutely see whether or not the polls were accurate and if it restores faith in America's polling system. And I think that'll actually be all for today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, guys. Make sure you check out my Instagram. And um, if any of you actually want to appear and do a trivia episode on this podcast, just send me a voice message. And I'll be sure to pencil you in for some time in the future. I'd like to do a couple more trivia episodes. So thanks for listening, guys. And if you're in Victoria or anywhere in the world, actually, stay safe.